Happy New Year. Just like that, it's already been another year. And I've and we've gotten one year older. How depressing. Uh, speaking of depressing, Chainsaw Man is done, but at least now we can talk about the end of season one, episodes seven through 12 today. So this is the good stuff. Uh, not saying that the first part wasn't that good. Actually, our thoughts are already on the podcast. So check out that old episode if you haven't. Uh, but this is really where uh, the show kind of kicks it kicks it up a notch. So very excited to be talking about that. And uh, let's just get right into doing that. Welcome back to the I Married a Wee podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast that is really going to make 2023 their bitch. Am I right, Danielle? That's right. You're done. Bend over. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Now we're cooking. Hey, are you new here? I'm Tom and my uh, lovely wife that I've already established uh, over there. Could you say your name again? I'm Danielle. Oh, she's lovely and we love her. Uh, married couple talks cartoons and we're absolutely uh, thrilled to have you. Uh, we got an Instagram if you want to follow us on there. Cause when I talk about kicking 2023's ass, I mean, we're, we're, uh, this is it. A little bit of energy in the air. I think we're going to start posting more. I know we've said in the past, but we're going to do it. Um, so check out the Instagram. I married we pod on Instagram. And then the link tree from there will get you to our discord where you can join up, talk to us, discuss some shows that are going on roll for waifus, um, share pictures of your figures. Uh, everything, all you want to do in a discord, you all, all you young folk know what you're doing in there. Um, that being said, Hey, are you not new here? Uh, you've chosen to continue into the new year and we really appreciate that. I should continue to say new year a thousand times. Guys, I got to tell you, this has been a rough one. You only have today. After today, no more new year. That's it. You get one day. Because it is the year after that. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Goodness gracious. I hope you guys made it through the end of the year um, with hearing everyone say, I'll see you next year. And then you got to laugh. And you know, it's not funny, but it's tradition. (sighs) Ah. Too many dad jokes are out in the world. Well, unfortunately, I've joined the, the army. <laughs> the, the dad joke army, not the army. Come on. I'm not joining the army. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, so happy that we can at least be talking about this. Gotta tell you, we, we like the show. I don't, I, I'm kind of sick of hearing it. It's, it's doing the spy family thing again. You can't get away from this shit. You got every big YouTuber talking about it. I feel like it's just a big mesh of the same thoughts. And I'm hoping we have something slightly different for you today. And if we don't, at least hopefully it's a little bit entertaining. So I am not as in tuned with the social media and the YouTube rambling. So okay. I'm, I'm at least not as inundated as you probably are. Sure, sure. No, it's just basically a bunch of people saying, you know, Oh my God, this is great. That's a good Except episode one. They said that exact thing. <laughs> they said exactly what you just said. No, it's just, it's kind of a big thing. I'm just like, it's either the people of, I knew because of the hype, I'd have to watch it. And guys, I got to tell you, it was, it was actually, it was good. I was like, okay, <laughs> sweet. Um, it's blunt once. And that's just, <laughs> it's blunt once. Starts talking all euphoric. 
Uh, no, and it is a good show, and we're going to talk about kind of the end here and our, our thoughts as a whole of season one and looking forward, obviously. It's going to have another season. You can't have something this big and not have another season. Come on. Um, that and then, I mean, the clear evidence of how many manga issues are out there and so on and so forth. Before getting into that, um, gotta do, yeah, I hope your guys' New Year was as chill as ours. I feel like a lot of the people I talked to, it's been a pretty low-key one. We just hung around here, played some games put away the Christmas stuff. Um, even though it's not necessarily a tradition, I do feel like it did feel right uh, when taking the Christmas stuff down to have Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift playing. It was pretty dope. Uh, you can pretty much shred a tree down with that main <laughs> theme. In, in I was going quick, okay? I was fast and furious uh, to take that stuff down. And now our living room looks huge. I thought it does look huge. Who did you think I was going to say? Um, I thought you were going to say, there's nothing more heartwarming when you're taking the Christmas tree down than watching 28 Days Later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which we also watched. I forgot we watched Tokyo Drift because um, 28 Days Later is so good. It is. Yeah, we, we watched Tokyo Drift. <laughs> we were pretty much done with the Christmas stuff. And then we had heard that uh, my sister-in-law had not seen 28 Days Later. These young kids, they just don't know about it. Um. So I was like, well, you got to watch it. It's a classic. And she watched it out of her fucking peripherals. She was on her phone the whole damn time. She missed all the good parts. She's like, oh, this movie's kind of boring. I'm like, well. She's like, nothing's happened. I'm like, this has happened. This has happened. You haven't been watching. <laughs> uh, crazy. That's eh, all right. You know, you can't force it. It's just one of those things when you're trying to show someone and they have, they have no interest. You're like, well. We enjoyed it. We gave That's it a go matters. and I got to watch it again. That is all that matters. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So really just. Taking that motivation, that, that new year energy, you know, like that one guy who says, I'm going to the gym and then he's going to quit in about two weeks. Uh, but we're not going to quit. Okay. So our new energy here is, and it's something we're throwing around and you guys might see it actually starting as soon as this week. Uh, the I Married We podcast here is actually going to be ramping up to two episodes a week. So if you like us enough, I have no idea. We'll see. We're going to kind of go analytical here. And if after a month or two, it doesn't pan out to being worth it, then we'll maybe scale it back. But full-fledged Monday episodes per usual. And we will also have a Thursday episode that pops up. It's going to be a little bit shorter, going to be a little bit more loose in terms of what our subject matter is. It could be anything from, you know, just our thoughts on a genre in particular. Maybe we just do a character breakdown. Maybe a shower thought. It kind of. Yeah, it's it's super loose, as is everything here, um, because every time we think of an idea, it just kind of it's just with the wind. And it's not going to be our normal 50 plus minute format. It might be 10 minutes. It might be a half hour. It'll kind of just be like a blip that we don't really want to dedicate a whole Monday show for. Exactly. Uh, this Thursday's is going to be just our top anime of 2022. We didn't want to devote an entire, mm. you know, episode to it because we've been talking about the anime that we were watching in 2022. So it doesn't really make much sense to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, look forward to that. And then also look forward to, um, as I was kind of saying, a, a little bit more Instagram action going on. It's not going to just be the one episode a week. I'm, we're going to try and pepper some stuff in there. Uh, and we're going to be launching our schedule. We're going to finalize our schedule and we're going to tell you what we're going to be recording for exactly. January. Which we'll be posting that, you know, probably is a pinned thing per month on the Instagram and or in our Discord. So just keep your eye, uh, your peepers peeped for that one. I almost said eyes peeped as if I was normal. No. Peepers peeped. Keep the peeps peeped. And uh, we'll hopefully be able to deliver on that end. 
Um, yeah, had a great, we, we posted our stats, but had a great 2022. You know, it's not like the most incredible growth of the podcast, but with kind of our ups and downs, as we've said, uh, we're on track and we're really, uh, appreciative that you guys are listening as much as you are. So big ups to you guys. And, uh, yeah, that's about that. Anything else to add to any of this, Danielle? Nope. All right. Well then, you know what? Let's just, let's not even wait around. Okay. Let's hit the, the ground, a running, running like Co-Benny when she gets fucking nuts out. Uh, mind you, <laughs> uh, spoilers inbound. If you're listening to this, you can already see that it's episode seven through 12. So shouldn't have clicked it if you didn't watch those. So uh, we're going big here. Let's just <laughs> get right into it. Uh, we don't want to go episode by episode, obviously, but we did kind of do a little refresher and uh, jump through it. The cool thing about this episode is we get to go in on a lot of stuff. I think the big pivotal moment with this show um, was exactly what happens right in episode seven of barf, the barf baby. <laughs> and, and, and since reading the manga, we knew it was coming. Uh, they blurred it in the show here, but all you got to do is just Google the manga panel of that scene and boy, howdy. That's traumatizing. It's traumatizing. As the guy says. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that's traumatic. Yeah, that's traumatic. <laughs> and just such a good halfway point too, because not that it needs to be this way, but the first half, and as we had somewhat discussed, it's just all that nice character building. It had a much more uh, lackadaisy feel in the first six. I was going to say structured. felt like it was very, uh, no. no, that's not a right word. Eh. Well, th- yeah, I get what you're kind of saying, where it's like, that was very formulaic in what it was trying to do. And then this is where it hits the fan and things kind of get a little jumbled, but this is where it kind of, comes into its own and starts to to flip it on its head. I'm not saying that this is a revolutionary show. That's a big thing I want to definitely get out on the table right now. After season one is done here, and even the manga, this is a phenomenal story. Is it reinventing the wheel? No. Should it need to? No. But um, definitely don't listen to your friends if they say that this is the most incredible thing you're ever going to watch. I think as far as the way shonens and anime are going, this is a perfect next step, especially to follow up the, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen was massive. And I think it was massive because it is just a new version of what Shonen should be. It's cut into the chase, getting right into it. And it's just dope as shit. The animations are sick. Um, and the similarities, of course, from this and Jujutsu Kaisen with the whole gun devil pieces, you know, uh, and then the fingers from Jujutsu. Yada, yada. You've heard that in every documentary on YouTube as well. <laughs> and that's the thing is I'm not hating on the YouTube people that discuss this. I we just it. don't want to belabor points you've already heard. Exactly. And not that we're the most eloquent, but I do hope that, we, you know, maybe we discuss something that the other people have. That's the thing with podcasts. Kind of get to jive a little bit more than a very nice, punctual 10-minute video, you know. Some people will go hard, though. They'll do like hour and 20 long videos on a show, and it's like, Shouldn't I have just watched the show? It's kind of like our Watch With Us Akira episode that we bring up once in a while. You could have just watched the fucking movie by the time <laughs> we were done talking about it. Uh, you know, it's a pain point for us. And frankly, I would never recommend you go back and listen to that one. Just kidding. Go ahead and do it. I don't. Oh, I don't God. Know. No, please don't. They won't come back. We will end up re-releasing an Akira episode. That's I think a, we should. That's not a Watch With Us. It's a redeemed. Be, uh, yes. <laughs> Redo. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but with this, yeah, it... it because of 
episodes one through six of getting everything established and kind of just setting the groundwork. It, it didn't break ground as much as it should have. I think there was beautiful visuals um, and all that good stuff. But again, this is uh, this is where the show is flourishing, in my humble opinion. And I don't know if you agree with that, Danielle, but. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, and I think, too, like, I think we enjoyed watching season one of Chainsaw Man because we've read the manga and I don't want to be those. We read the manga, but I think it's hard. Like, I think I don't think you could say this is the best show ever. Like how you were saying earlier, like. We're not going to be that person like, oh, my gosh, this is groundbreaking and you need to watch it. I think it's hard because you're because we know what happened throughout the whole span of the manga. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I mean, yes, we're excited, but I think you kind of need the whole picture. And then that's what gets you excited. I think if you were to just watch this while the second half is very good, there's so much more to come. That's going to be really great to watch on screen. Absolutely. and it's a big thing is just managing expectations, especially within your friend groups. You know, we've had a couple of friends that hadn't started this yet and then started to binge it. And they're like, yeah, no, I've heard it's incredible. I'm like, okay, it's good. And it may even be incredible, but like, just go into it thinking that's a good show. Let's take it easy. Let's just start there. And then I think you're going to have quite the enjoyable experience, obviously. Because there's too many times we've watched other anime where we have heard other people or reviews say like, this is an incredible anime or uh, animated movie. And we're like, it was good, oh, like it, a solid eight, but I wouldn't, or like a seven and a half, but I wouldn't give it a nine. Promare. Promare is the perfect example of managing expectations. Oh if you want just an hour long roast of a movie, go ahead and check out that episode as well. <laughs> that's all right. That's the last episode and plug I'm bubble. doing. Oh, actually, yeah, Bubble got a little bit more. <laughs> I got a little angry at that cartoon. So as as you do as an adult, I believe, right? Yeah, it checks out. Yeah, it checks out. Get, yeah, get mad at the uh, cartoon fictional children. Uh, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> full circle back to episode seven's uh, Taste of a Kiss. Love that the fact that the title gives it away. Once you understand it, you're like, holy shit. That was where the the manga reading really paid off because it's something that I had somewhat almost forgot about. Then I saw the title, knew it was coming, and then it heard people go, oh my God, I can't believe what happened. And I'm like, oh, it's finally here. So that is kind of cool. Am I obsessed with the whole reading manga and then watching a show? Not really, because I don't want to be that guy who's constantly comparing. I know a lot of people have been doing that with the show. And I got to tell you, from people that are actually going to, you know, shoot it straight with you here this is pretty damn faithful i mm-hmm. mean as far as shot for shot they, they did very well and uh no harm no foul there was a lot of times where i'm like i think maybe they even changed that and then I went back to the manga no i just had maybe skimmed that part i'm like no they did it to the t so mm-hmm. all is well now pretty dirty of them it was a nice mid-season cliffhanger from six into seven with the jump into the eternity devil or infinity Eternity, eternity devil jumps right in his mouth and for three days straight is just kicking dick in um <laughs> that it well starting on episode seven so for three mm-hmm. days straight we got denji just ripping in ripping in a tearing all the wild women <laughs> what a great hey google that video that's a good one Rip and all the all the wild women uh but yeah no so that jump and this is where um denji's gonna start maturing here on out and that was what was great about this 
him and power having this brother sister feeling dynamic lovely uh finishing the season off with that beautiful elevator scene that was probably one of my favorite moments of the the season power basically just saying denji uh you know watch my back and then the elevator doors just close and he's gone (laughs) (laughs) going up and I, maybe that's the charm. Maybe that's what people are so enthralled with this show is it's not typical anime humor of just a lewd thing here or just dumb. You know, you know, that anime kid in the lunchroom that says a joke and laughs to himself and then you sit there going, oh, nice. That's like anime humor, right? Mm-hmm. This is like proper humor being intertwined into the medium that is anime. So very much like it. It's not sacrificing the humor at any point. As a matter of fact, the only times it does is when it needs to get serious. And then that contrast works so well. Uh, Between that, the cinematic choices, the camera work in this. You know, and a lot of people will uh, compliment the camera moves in anime and things like that. I've kind of finally come to a, a point where I'm thinking about that and I go, well, yeah, of course the camera work needs to be great in anime. Otherwise, what's the point of anime? The point of anime is to do things you can't do with traditional cinema. Hence why anime never translates to traditional cinema very well. With this, yeah, there's no excuse to not have great camera angles. This is an imaginary camera and an imaginary... That's like telling yourself, wow, I really moved the camera well in my dream. It's like, no shit, Sherlock, you were the dream, baby. And you know what? I'm so glad you brought that up because in ep- the last episode, episode 12, Aki has a flashback of <laughs> Hamino when he's being strangled by the ghost. And I, why did he moan and like it though? That's the weird <laughs> part. That's the weird part with the show. <laughs> um, and so he's got, he has this flashback of when him and Hamino are having dinner and there's a slight, ever so slight shake of the camera mm-hmm. like a normal person you're not bone stone still yeah and I just like had to pause for a minute and just like and there's a little bit of a vignette like on the corners yep. it was it was it was giving me actually making me a little sick because I was focusing on it a little too sure. much but um but that was so nice and as you said there was so many great camera angles yeah. in the show. That- and I'm not saying anime should just go nuts, do crazy camera moves. I am still very much a, let's stick to the rules of cinema, even within anime, which can break it in certain ways. But with the camera, you know, even camera shake at this point, use it when you need to. And what I will say about the show is, and I noticed it with, um, I think, yeah, it was episode seven. Again, I keep jumping back to that episode, but with the bedroom scene with him and Himino, he's in the bedroom after a pukey kiss. <laughs> oh, and then how he describes how it's like, oh, her tongue. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, what does he say? Uh, it was oh, like. He, I think he says, like, just that's not a tongue or whatever. It's like soft and warm. Oh, gosh, oh. that's so gross. Power coming in with that nice commentary about uh, how he's going to swallow it. And then Denji the, won't swallow anything that has nutrition, or, nu- nutrients. Or he will swallow anything. <laughs> yeah, and then just like. The gulp executed properly. The sound oh. design and the Foley work in this show, uh, solid, which again, with cartoons, the Foley work has to be great. It's like going back and I really highly recommend this. I know I'm all over the place, but if you ever, if you haven't ever seen, granted, I hate Disney to its core, 
Disney has a couple featurettes out there of just how they make these little machines to make noise for particular scenes like the rain and things like that. It's one of the most interesting things to watch. Check that out on YouTube if you can find it. But um, Foley Works come a long way. A lot of the the sounds in this has, have been great. But as far as what I was going to say about the bedroom scene is we have a lot of first person perspectives being pushed in the second half of this season. Very well done because I think they're in spots where you know it's a great little cheat code. Like in the case of the bedroom scene, we are getting Denji's first person view of her and this kind of intimate moment. You know, this is something you're not supposed to see. So if they film it from the outside perspective and you see them both, it's like, okay, still feeling like a movie. But by putting us behind Denji's eyes and then putting us into that intimate situation, we're now getting even more of this sense of, oh shit, like, what is this feeling or whatever? And mind you, this is all still cartoons. I know, guys, I haven't lost my mind. I, I understand still cartoons, but you know what I mean? Camera work and all that. So instantly then, I knew that within that episode, she was gone. Because we're going first person, we're building that for a character we haven't really cared about too much, except for the fact that she wanted to kill Denji because she loves uh one of the dopest dudes in the show. But by doing that and getting us attached instantly at the beginning of the episode, I was like, okay, cool. Pulling heartstrings now, getting us acquainted with her so that we can have her disappear. And when I say disappear, I mean in an otherworldly way. <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff is, is more in a realistic shonen thing where there's just some demons going around, which, yeah, it's supernatural, but it's not anything crazy. This episode on is where... The choices in art direction were phenomenal. And I think my favorite, favorite, favorite shot of the entire show happens in Gunfire, episode eight, when they're on the rooftop. Or, um, yeah, okay, so no, she doesn't die in seven. She dies in, in eight. eight because mm -hmm. there's also a bed scene in eight. Because the intimate bedroom stuff starts us off on eight. It ends seven, goes into eight. Anyway, sorry, I'm flubbing and none of it matters either i know i get it so the intimate stuff in the first person camera happens in episode eight and so that's how i knew by the end yada yada so by the end when she's actually dying or whatever when the giant snake comes through just rolls on through just uh, eats the ghost devil's head off like you wouldn't believe uh it's just this moment of silence but then when that character and i forget her name Oh, that can call like the it's snake. An S, um, like she, she won something with a W. I can look it up if you really want to know, but eh, um, I don't think I'm. Oh, it, Sawatari. There we go. Yeah, Akane. So she, I promise we watched this show, by the way. Uh, I didn't really I, I'm care so about bad her. with character names. And yeah, I don't really care about her either. Um, hence why I'm happy she gets, you know, uh, the old <laughs> wham bam by the end of the the, the season here mm -hmm. so pretty brutal yeah. talk of that's like one of them uh you know you'll never take me alive situations <laughs> um it seems peaceful though just have your head ripped off or something mm, i mean yeah peaceful. you don't you don't know what's coming i guess oh well sideswiped <laughs> well when she call when she says go away to the snake or whatever it is leave that instant blink 
of the snake disappearing and then the floating head of the ghost devil just floating there. Uh, it was definitely insinuated in the manga, but I guess I didn't really fully think of it like just snapping away like that. So when it was done in the show, that calm, the odd, everything that was done to make that moment the way it was made that maybe the MVP move, moment of the show for me. While simple, there was just something about it that was so badass. I would agree. I think episode episode eight is probably one of my I wouldn't say like maybe my favorite favorite. I think seeing um, Makima like Mm -hmm. killing all the people like when they're all blindfolded is pretty dope. Um, But yeah, no, that's sorry. I was getting all caught up in names, 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 names. I can't. No, no, I know. Stick with us, guys. So and that's the thing, too, is episode eight was phenomenal due to the fact and another couple moments from that. As I said, I didn't want to go episode by episode, but it's kind of turning into that. Sorry about that. Uh, this is when the hits begin. We've got Makama on the train, and I, I just love the unpredictability scene to scene. When you see the four passengers surrounding her dip their heads, you just instantly get a bad feeling. And then this show, luckily, they don't pull anything. I mean, the amount of, uh, you know, just blatant uses of the word fuck in this show, and then just the gore and the blood that's just not really they're not doing the classic anime turn the camera and show a splat on the wall or anything like that it is a you literally see her get shot in the head crazy proper adult this anime. is yes this is definitely earned it's our uh, 17 plus not saying you know someone slightly younger could watch it obviously because that's most of the people watching it but uh just just so many good scenes with that and then as that scene's happening there's a great switch I had kind of picked up on of like that is just hyper into the sound effects going on. And then I love the switch after the shooting of Makima on the train. It then switches to no audio, but then a very somber track going on as we are following and suddenly cutting to shots of our other members that we know that are working there. And I mean, beautiful uh, just layout of the story, both in the manga and here, because Okay, humans are smart enough. We can pick up context clues of, hey, Makama just got shot in the head. Why are we looking at, oh no. Mm -hmm. And from the little, yes, so, just so good. So good. And I think it was handled very properly. I know, I honestly, I don't know, really know what the shit talking on this show could be um, as far as from the manga readers. I think that this, you're not going to get much better of an adaption. The, The scenes are as they should be. And I don't have any negative critiques on the show as a whole. Sure. I think the only thing which we talked about in the first part when we reviewed episode one to six was that a little bit of the animation or I guess the CG of the first fight when Denji first goes chainsaw. That's the only real and that was more mechanical. It wasn't really page to screen. It was. Yeah. It was just more so in technicalities but we never really put that over the show though we were still going to look at it from a a open perspective of actually looking at the show but uh pacing's pretty decent so second half here episodes 7 through 15 cover um a chunk of volume 3 and then half of all the way up to half of volume 5 uh great place to stop the season 2 I wasn't sure then I'm like where is this going then it hit home. I had looked through the manga and I even said to you, I'm like, oh, the door. 
you know, it's good. I think it leaves us. I feel like the door, I got more creepier vibes when I read it. Oh, And I yeah, felt like yeah, it yeah, didn't yeah. hit as creepy for me. No. I didn't think in my head that it was actually like oh, a cute geez. voice of Pochita. I thought it was going to be more like sinister. So when it was like Pochita's cute little yeah, voice I actor, I was like, that. okay, this isn't like giving me that creepy vibe mm-hmm. that I was getting when I was reading it. So that's the only thing that was a little different for me. Yeah, it kind of could have even just used, if you're going to use a high-pitched voice, maybe give it a treatment. Like it's like a reverbed into a big open cavern or something like i don't know put some type of uh, a bigger feeling behind the door because if it's just the cute pochita voice oh okay it's pochita behind the door mm-hmm. yeah, I, which could me could be like the devil in disguise maybe it could be but it's just it's not getting that and that's something yeah it's kind of like when you you read a text from your mom and you don't pick up on the inflections that yeah. may or may not be there um, so maybe that's just something, maybe, maybe that was a direct, a directorial thing from the, the writer, you know, where yeah. he's kind of like, oh no, I kind of pictured it like this and we're all reading it wrong. I don't know, but that's just something didn't really hit for me. Yeah. But. And I'm not sure if this is something we discussed or not, uh, but I did mention as we were kind of just skipping through these again to kind of get reacquainted because we um we were just a couple of episodes out. We let them finish before we came in and binged the last couple because we swapped over to Toradora, which um man, that was just a blast to talk to. I definitely like we wanna bring in a little bit more of the romance stuff because I think that's just bread and butter. I love talking about uh shows like that. But Well, I, I also think it's easy to talk about real life situations. It's I think it's kind of hard for me to some sometimes talk about these fantastical mm. shonen stuff because while some plot points in like life or whatever, like how we talked about Denji's upbringing and sure. stuff like that can be relatable. I think a lot of it, is, and maybe it's only for me, too fantastical for me to really do a good breakdown versus a rom-com. It's real life. There's sure, you know, you've never made a contract with a devil. <laughs> Well, you'll never make it in Hollywood. I'll tell you that much. Uh, No, and I think that's where the success of Shonen comes from, though. As you're saying, you can relate to a point and then suddenly there's the suspension of disbelief as the fantastical stuff happens. That's why Harry Potter is a lovely movie. People want to be able to see themselves. I, I, I think a lot of good entertainment is a mirror to oneself. Well, you know showing it in such a way that you can also see around it and not see your a hundred percent reflection, but just enough to where you can still skirt off a bit. The shonen, you can take on something super serious. And instead of the person getting, having to fully think about it and get a little, you know, too much dose of reality, you get your breaks of all the other stuff. So no, it's, it's good. And even in this case, Denji, is already showing a lot of development, obviously in season one, um, the training from the big man himself paying oh, off. Obviously. My boy. Uh, that, that what's lovely a, what's, voice. The voice actor that is just honestly, probably both of our favorites of all time. He is. And I just got one of his characters that he voices in uh, the, I roll for husbandos and I got him. I got Joker. in the discord. Yeah. From Fire Force. Um, yeah, that so was clutch. 
So he's the gravelly voice of Joker from Fire Force. He's Nanami from Jujutsu Kaisen. He's he's a few characters and whenever he's in a show, we talk about him. That's because... Kenjiro Suda, by the way. Oh, yeah. And he is uh, uh, Kishibe in this. And Chisaki in. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. In this. And uh, as the public safety devil hunter from special division one, I got to tell you, it was just refreshing to finally see him because we had seen him in the trailer. We had heard his voice a little bit when he finally came in, uh, you know, just like a ton of bricks. It was, it's a joy to see someone who's able to, you know, deal with the two psychos. We got <laughs> Dungeon <laughs> and power, but kind of go along with them while also beating uh, the shit, beating out, the of shit out of them. <laughs> But to the point where it was very charming because this is clearly a badass who has kind of checked his emotions at the door so that he's able to really do his job well. But even for him to say, was it Tamakama? Who was it? That basically says, well, I'm starting to like these two. This is like. It was, yeah. Because they are so likable. They're dumb, but they're just genuine. And the effectiveness of a shonen, as far as Chainsaw Man is concerned, is a lot of times you can like a like a my hero academia oh you know deku doesn't have powers but now he does that's not like a problem this is that nice right there at a dose of reality of what some people are going through on the planet like not a piece of bread a day like a lot of people as they're sitting and watching stuff they don't realize even if you think you're having a pretty bad day there's other people out there who have just got it awful and denji is able to be this character who is so optimistically insane that he's taking his circumstances and just and pivoting it to like, oh yeah, now I'll do something about it to have sold his ball to do all this stuff. And I got to tell you for a guy who sold his ball, I can tell he's got something with not giving a shit about testicles because then later on <laughs> when he is absolutely <laughs> demolishing uh, the knife guy's balls well, on the train he, tracks, he does Aki's earlier. Aki's, the amount of balls damaged in this anime, I, I might be a record. A lot of dick kick, a lot of, <laughs> lot of action going on in that way. Uh, but with that said, with Denji finally making it, he hasn't lost himself. And there is so much, for as crazy as everything is in the show, there's so much reality in each person. The uh, Kobeni meltdown, great to see because... While we sometimes in anime get like a character that's overwhelmed in a situation and they just stand there and they're about to get hit by a train and then another character comes out and sweeps and grabs them. You don't, you see that moment of shock, but then this show takes it one step further and has her like verbalizing what the hell is going on. Powerful scene. And then granted now that I'm thinking about it, maybe they overdid it, but like it wasn't first person, but they did a really close third person shot of that. It's like, okay, we get it. But it was, again, continuing the cinematic look, and I, I'm not going to fault the show for that. I thought it was lovely. It is nice to see a lot of people enjoying the aesthetic here because it's doing something that is very traditional in a sense, while also, of course, taking it new age and, and putting it into anime. I'm not saying none of these camera angles or, or techniques have been done in the past, but it's just a, the culmination of, you can tell this team is a bunch of film lovers, and it, it, it's very nice to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ramble, ramble, ramble. Another great thing is we continued our trend for uh, the entire 12 episodes of having, you know, 
new songs and new end credits each time. I gotta say, I, I, I had said to you before watching episode 12 that episode eight's end theme and uh, cinematic was my favorite because right after the whole Himi no scene to it then to cut to such a sporadic song and then like these cool shots of her uh very and like inter- smoking and the yeah, smoke just very cool very interesting totally totally hollywood baby but then 12 hit and it wasn't visually because I, I didn't give two shits about that because i knew there was going to be an after credit so i was just too busy thinking that but i heard the voice of eve love that's just good music in general and then for it to show up for this show it's like well that's just a win-win did you any um changes or thoughts on which one would have been your favorite or you weren't really too into Um, paying attention to any of those no i mean i kind of said before i wasn't too in love with any of them i actually enjoyed 12 because i like when a show can seamlessly go from like when they do a end credit scene where they're rolling the credits and you're just seeing what's happening into <laughs> the end. I, I really like how that's seamless. It's not like you're going to get an end credit and then you're going to sure. get the cut, you know, for the actual after part. Yeah. Um, and I like the song cause Eve is, as you mentioned, banging. So I actually enjoyed 12. There was one and it may have been nine where it was like a lot of that weird blood the Makama episode. It, yeah, yeah, I, I think, think that was, was that. Um, Which, man, we didn't even talk about that. that oh, much. Well, well, there's plenty of time. I mean, let's get it. What, are you done talking about this already? No, no, but I feel, well, we've been jumping around a lot. But, That's true. Um, I love, love, love episode nine. Yes, so good. I love everything about it. I think that's the one. Yeah, that is the one where, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Kobene is holding Denji, right? I think that's also because, yeah, Makima is at the temple and she's killing all of these people. Yes, because, well, because she ends up going sicko mode after the shooting in, in the eighth. Uh, yes. Yeah, her to have gone berserk, or, or was her running in? No, her. Who, Kobene? Yeah, was that is in nine? nine? Because episode 10 is we jump into Aki's in the hospital and Power and Denji start training. So that's it is episode right, that's nine. That's right. Yeah, nine starting with, um, we're, we're still kind of following the scene. It's before Denji gets back up and starts fighting again uh, and then gets sliced in two. What a great, <laughs> that's just such a typical thing. We've seen that and that's how you just gauge how bad the bad guy is. Well, I've got one of your goons. Gil comes up, just fucking slices him in half or shoots him. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that person's clearly a bad guy. Uh, but that was just a nice touch, too, of uh, Himino's uh, kind of last thing, uh, using the ghost hand to pull Denji and get mm-hmm. him get him uh, started up again. Continued mystery shrouding uh, Makima peaks here and i can agree that this is that's why this is a really great episode because we already don't know too much the internet and the just the solo anime watchers at this point are just like hmm keep hearing a lot about it keep hearing about people uh you know barking like a dog at her which guys don't fucking do that (laughs) please that is so that's so brutal uh if you're ever at a convention and someone if, if that voice actress there just I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. Live your life. Do your, do your thing. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but just that scene, not even to the point where she starts using the power uh, later on, but more so the knowledge of the train shooting from the previous episode. And then in this episode, we suddenly have her just standing there with blood on her. And she goes, oh, no, this is other people's blood. And that those two characters don't know that that's not true, but we know it's not true. And so it's like, oh, what the hell's happening here? Which is good. I think it's a great ramp up and season two is going to. Well, and I don't want to do a spoiler. I don't even know if it is technically a spoiler for the future. Hmm. But and we can we can blurp this if we want to. We never find out what her contracts are. As of now, the the manga is still going. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I'm, as much as I've read it, I'm not too, I'm too, <gasps> not well versed enough. Wait, read what? What no, have you read? the manga. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I, it's been long enough to where I'm not confident in saying anything on it. So, but I mean, yeah, she is still a mystery. I will mm-hmm. 100% agree with that. I don't think that's a spoiler. I'm not bleeping shit. Okay. Uh, could you imagine? We should just bleep it and they'll think we said something crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, but then that just shows me that season two, the, the, the tone change from part one of season one to part two of season one just shows me season two's tone shift is going to be even crazier because the manga, I could barely keep up with at certain points. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is So many going new characters on? are going to be coming in and... It's just bonkers. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say bonkers. Great. Now this episode's explicit. That sucks. Anyways. <laughs> honey, I'm kidding. Oh, You're I'm looking like... at me like I'm serious. No, <laughs> bonkers isn't a swear word. I, think, I was very confused. I think I'll let Faye say bonkers. That's um, funny. By the way, got to do it once an episode. Let's just. What a great little girl we got. Shout out to Faye. Shout out to Faye. She's just a sweet little baby. Um. She's been and if app- you follow us on Instagram, you saw what she looks like. For the we- first time ever, yeah. We were actually willing to share that with you because, eh, I don't know, we're not weird internet people, but it's definitely not like a, we don't do social too much. Like even my personal social, I've, I don't post too much. Like I, it, you only have to go back like six pictures to see our Japan trip. And it's like, well, <laughs> and that was I'm, four years ago. Yeah, that was quite some time. Oh. What? Yeah, 2018, correct? 19. It was right before the pandemic. Because we were going to go back in 2020. Man. Thanks a lot, pandemi. (laughs) Anywho. I heard someone online call it a panty. And it's like, can you just call it a pandemic? Come on. And panty, come on. (laughs) This isn't a panty. It's a pandemic. Let's not, you know, people died here. Yeah, come on, guys. What the how, fuck? Ins- how insensitive. <laughs> you know, the people around here are just jerks. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the 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 moment of Kobani going bonkers, which we don't really know what her contract is. Either. We don't. I don't think we find out now. Yeah, because she doesn't tell us at the bar in the show. So it's definitely a quick footed devil. That's for sure. Yeah, that's probably the Greek god Hermes. Am I right? Everyone who watched Hercules from back in the day? Oh. I remember a story. Um, not a story. I'm acting like this is a tale told <laughs> longer than time. Uh, no, my, 
my mom took me when I was a kid to go see Hercules. And uh, we'd gone with a family friend, and I guess he knew a lot about Greek uh, mythology. My mom was getting annoyed with him because I guess he kept leaning, going, well, that's not accurate. And then that's not accurate. I think my mom was ready to say, okay, I don't fucking care. Okay, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> like uh, the cartoon Hercules? Yeah, like the okay. Greek gods and, and the structure of everything in that movie are not uh, quite accurate. I don't know what he was expecting out of Disney. <laughs> Um, you wow, know. you saw Hercules in theater. I believe so. Yeah, man, I'm sure I did see some Disney movies in theater, but the only Disney movie I remember ever seeing in theater was Monsters Inc. Oh, did you go see Holes in theater? No, I don't think so. Mm. I own that on VHS. Well, now you own it on DVD, baby. You're That's welcome. true. It was wrapped. It wrapped. Half price books. You want to talk Probably about the find bucks. of a it century? Was, we only buy movies unless we really want them in the clearance rack. So it was probably $2. <laughs> the $2 uh, clearance rack is just like, it's just more gambling. Everything has turned to gambling. <laughs> Even our Discord and Rolling for Waifus is technically just rolling slots, dude. It's just... So it's just, it's constant. Oh, I wonder what I'll find if I go here. Da, 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 da. Hey, capitalism, you win. I get it. Uh, but no, it was very lucky. And I found one. It still had the wrapping on it. We watched that not long ago. I'm pretty sure. On Thanksgiving, we watched. Was it Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well, I'm thankful for that movie. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So, uh, so to go from the Kobeni action sequence. To her doing the breakdown. Very cool. Loved mm. that. Um, and then Bruised and Battered begins. Bruised and Battered. Not my favorite episode. I yeah. think the the whole Aki session in the hospital. The Apple thing with Denji was funny. That I, I think legitimately 10 was my least favorite episode. Um, Mine too. Not a lot happened. And, and then just, we get the lead up of Aki going to make a new contract. And then we... Yeah, this was the closest to what I deem as filler. Aside from the contract being made, the Apple joking in the hospital and all that stuff was just okay. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys can agree to disagree on that one. That's fine, but. Eh. Well, um, Aki does get the letter, the, le the letters Himino's sister brought. That's so that was kind of sweet. Not obviously pushing the story, but. I can get you a PNG of those letters and you don't need a whole episode of the show, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So we, listen, we've got to keep things real around here. You can love something and still not. So you're basically saying you wanted to go from the hype of episode nine straight in the hype of episode 11 is mm. what you're saying. You didn't sure, want to break. Sure. No, I think it was a nice break. It's just upsetting when you're going week to week with a show and. Sure. And not a lot happens. Yeah. Because uh, then they cuck you right when Aki goes into the future devil thing and the future devil doesn't even say like just let me like camp out in your eye because i want to see this yeah. the brutal way you are going to fucking die like yeah. and aki and you don't even get his response until the next episode yeah or actually i'm sorry the future devil doesn't even say anything about he's just like put your head in my chest, put, and then that's it. Put that noggin in me stomach. I think that's how he said it. <laughs> we watched the Irish dub. <laughs> so dumb. What an idiot. Man, what a dumb joke. Uh, something to note, by the way, I just looked, and this is not a sidebar, but kind of. Mm. Uh, 
Gunfire and from Kyoto. This show has basically, as far as the poll is concerned from an episode to episode basis, we are getting 4.5s across the board, 100% for pretty much every episode, 4.6 for Rescue, and then Gunfire and From Tokyo each at 4.7. So those were, I think, a lot of people's favorite episodes. So that's good. We're, we're mm. on brand with everyone on that. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, from that to then just finishing strong, we actually kind of had a weird moment with 12. It uh, was actually right before recording this episode. <laughs> yes. We, we, and I think the transparency is nice. I hope you guys, uh, appreciate it. And I hope you, <laughs> but, uh, I was like, man, yeah, they ended this season at a really weird spot. And then and I was like, well, no, I don't think we finished it. Like, sure. We did. No, Faye had been sick. And she was keeping us up. She was in her bed just crying and whining for like two and a half hours. Which went in there several times enough. Relax. <laughs> and as a parent, trust me, you're going to want to leave them in there and let them cry themselves to sleep. But she was <laughs> sick and we prince it. We babied the princess. It's what we do. What we do in this household. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a man who is just at this point. Um, you're just the butler around here. I, it, it ain't that the truth. And I cook breakfast, which is, you know, not bad. Uh, what was I going to say about this? So we, oh, had so we had stopped it. We had watched episode. We didn't even watch episode 11. I think we watched 11 earlier. We started 12. Oh no, no, no. Faye was quiet. We watched episode 11. Okay. Cause we, we were like, Oh, we have two left. We watched that one. Watched to 11. Start 12, yeah. Got a little bit into 12 and then we had to stop a couple times actually. And then the second time I'm like, just turn it off. Yeah. I, we've gotten up three times already in the last three minutes of starting this episode. We're just not going to finish it. And then you were up until midnight that day. <laughs> so no well, wonder yeah, why. Like 1230 or something like yeah. that. Uh, which we don't do as much anymore. We're old. Okay. Yeah. We're old. So yeah, we went to, and thank God I logged on to Crunchyroll and I'm like, it only shows a very small loading bar of how much we've watched the episode i said we have not and then i kind of skimmed through like the buffer so i could see the screenshots i was like we have not we didn't even watch this yeah uh, yes which so was the, really uh, exciting and also scary that we did exactly anything. right well the holidays will do that to you That's if anyone true. faults me well guess what stop it uh yeah 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 so Finished 12 today. Glad that we did because I would have been like, that was a weird spot to stop. <laughs> and then this would have been a very weird episode as you guys are like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> so on and so forth. It was just been uh, insane. But um, yeah, no, a lot of good praise going towards the show. I think there's the anime effect of a lot of people are. The word overhype is very weird. And I'll go ahead and preface and say that. Overhype is what you will i don't know because people in reviews from what i've read on mal is like uh it's one of the top ones that you can see it's just such an interesting statement to say in a review is just chainsaw man is not overhyped not in the slightest false it is in some capacity and you can't write that in a unbiased review because it depends on the person that's talking about it there is someone who loves this show so much that has gone to their friend and said there is nothing, there, nothing will get better. 
they they've proclaimed that this was Sean White's 10, uh, 10 out of 10 on the winter half pipe. Ah, you're getting me. I love Sean White. Sean White. He drinks Mountain Dew, baby. <laughs> uh, and so it's one of those things where it's like, I think if you're going to write a proper review or if you're going to talk about something, you should really be able to, at the very least, I'm not saying dumb it down. This is a great anime, but I'm also not going to say that this is something um, that this is not a masterpiece we are not giving this no a and i mean we're always going to be getting one step closer because you know that's just the way technology is allowing for uh the execution of a lot more of imaginative stuff and in the case of this it, no very well done i think the way it was done but we're not talking about the story is what's putting this show over i think it's the execution of said story which goes back to the mangaka behind it and the director from getting it from screen to page. Because as we've said, with it being as faithful as, what, as faithful as it was, I mean, it's just good shit. But when it comes down to the story and you boil it down, oh, guy uh, is going to die, makes a contract with the devil. The devil is now the heart and now he fights good. You know, <laughs> come on. Well, like, <clears throat> and I don't know if this is, right of me to say, but as you, I'm going to piggyback on what you're saying, like technology is here where shows are just going to usually automatically have a certain level of aesthetic. Yeah. They're going to look good. I would say story-wise, we haven't gotten to the true like solid portion of the yeah. story. It's getting there and it's had some good like emotional moments as we've already talked about, but if you were to just break down the actual story mm -hmm. of season one of Chainsaw Man, not as good as, well, it's a, I'm comparing it to a movie, but like Perfect Blue. Oh, that's Perfect like, Blue. I'm just picking something that's, see, but Perfect Blue, it's got that grit. Technology wasn't where it was. So it's, you're, I don't see, I think everything's always going to keep evolving. Yeah, of where course. I don't. It's like the um the bar stools thing. You can never give a pizza a ten bar yeah. stool pizza review because then you can't get anywhere above that. So I think we always, you and I, have a level of respect for shows where we can give it a nine. Um, which I don't even know what I would rate this show. I truly but hate. I love and I hate the number system. I think it's a good way to at least help engage things in, but I also don't like to put it to a numerical data like especially with the finite things you see on Mal with like 8.67. It's like, who is out here? And granted, that's just averaging numbers. I get it. But like, you know, I would give it an 8.7. And it's like, a, well, you can shove off. I think uh, most things and especially things that are going to be uh, passed around, such as, uh, you know, a fucking opinions. I think if you can gear it towards, you, you need to know your audience, right? A lot of times you're not going to, you're going to put that review in the context of who you're telling it to. I am very easily able to tell um, the people around me, oh, I need a new anime. I like this one. I like this one. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you should watch this one. Um, it's a, trust me. You need to, well, sorry, one exception, uh, two exceptions, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho, Hunter, Hunter, just watch it. 
quit being a chode head. Uh, Maiden Abyss. I mean, there are some subjectively very good shows, but I mean, when it comes to a lot of the review process, it's like if you're going to give a shitty review, I think just let it fizzle out, right? You don't need to proclaim. You don't need to sit here and go, that was awful. That, well, no, maybe you do need to. We've done that. Are you going to be a hypocrite? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I've grown. Maybe 2023 is my growth. <laughs> new year, new me. New year, new me. No, you're right. What am I even talking about? Shit on the things that suck ass <laughs> and fucking tell things that are legendary that they're legendary. But don't go too legendary. That's what I'm meaning to say. <laughs> I think I've gone anywhere and everywhere. I actually don't even know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) You're so transcendent. You don't know like where your thoughts land right now. Guys, if you could understand what's going on with the neurons in my fucking head right now. (laughs) Meon. Meon. No, honestly, yeah. No, I'm glad you called me out on that because I guess you're right. (laughs) No, I guess the point I was trying to get to was basically that's like, Bad reviews should be out there, but honestly, which reviews matter? That's what I'm trying to get out of my head. Mm. The only reviews that I care about, it's not on mail. It's what people around me are telling me. And generally, they're not even going to bother bringing up a show that's fucking 4.5. They're only going to bring up things that score well. I also don't anticipate someone coming to me and going, uh, you know, do you need to watch a show? It's going to change your life. If people are doing that with Chainsaw Man... They need to relax for one because it isn't that good. It's great. It truly is, but it's not, uh, it's not revolutionary. It's not the, uh, throwback to Promare when the guy (laughs) wrote a fucking review about 58, uh, people stood in line. Um, and then once they finally got in the theater, mouths agape, they knew that this was the pinnacle of it all. And it's like, oh my God, (laughs) that's probably one of the dudes who's going out there saying Chainsaw Man changed his life. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we're very, uh, very happy to talk about cartoons, but at the same time, we can't really take them too, too serious. It's not really... At what point does it get a little ridiculous? You know what I mean? I think even mm. when we're shitting on stuff, we don't actually hate it. It's just... We're just jiving. We're just jiving and vibing. Mm-hmm. This is just... This is just another one. This is know? just a mood. This <laughs> is just... Hashtag mood. <laughs> I honestly, I think I'm just fading. <laughs> um, so... We're losing them. Get me... Uh, I don't on. watch enough mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. 22 50- cc's of... I don't know. Epinephrine. Ep- okay, there we go. Right? <laughs> Epinephrine is... Uh, is that adrenaline? Uh, yeah, liquid adrenaline, I believe. Oh, there you go. 22 cc's, though. We'll need to fact check that. I'll probably kill you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you that means. You never know. Epinephrine. Injection is used along with emergency medical treatment to treat life-threatening allergic reactions. Oh. Oh, EpiPen is epinephrine. <laughs> Shit. You can tell that we don't have allergies. No, what's the, uh, it was in the movie Crank, if it's not epinephrine. Oh, Uh, Crank. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Crank with Jason Statham, baby. (laughs) Uh, Let's see if I can find this. The, what does he need to inject himself So what did you Google? I Googled. (laughs) (laughs) I cranked. Oh my, I cranked. (laughs) I googled crank 
Jason Statham injection. Oh no, Google heard you. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't understand that. <laughs> Shut up, Google. I'm not even talking about you. Oh, it is epinephrine. Oh, he's getting shot up with an EpiPen? AKA adrenaline. Wait. So, what? If you're having an allergic reaction, you get, you get shot up with adrenaline? adrenaline? What? This is why we didn't go to the smart school. <laughs> we just went to the art school. Oh. Huh, anyways. Oh, you guys are still here? Holy shit. Don't come me for medical advice. I'm yeah, not guys. a nurse. Although, hey, I was right about epinephrine. There you go. Does it matter? Does anything matter? No. Uh, yeah. No. So, all in all, it was a joy to watch the second half of this season. Ending episode was great. I think Aki had his moments. I think. Um, it's a very enjoyable show that is a must watch, uh, to a degree. I, I say it's a must watch without the pretext of this being the second coming. Okay. <laughs> this show is solid. No doubt about it. Um, and I think it, I'm happy to keep it right there. And I look forward to future seasons, obviously being the world-class manga reader that I am. Uh, I've read a couple of them. so. And I don't, I don't want to be that person because I hate that kind of person. But if you have the time, just read the manga. I'm not saying I'm not going to be one of those persons. The manga was better, guys. Sometimes it is in certain cases. Mm -hmm. As Tom said, it's very faithful. But I think you'll have a very enjoyable time if you read it. And then you can kind of get where the story's at and then reread it again when season two comes out and just keep enjoying it i mean we've talked about we already know what's going to happen and yeah. we want to reread it again yeah because we own it um i think it's definitely this is one that i would recommend that i think almost anyone can read and enjoy yeah i can agree with that art's beautiful again and it's just everything surrounding this and i'm very happy uh, for the homie the creator because it's genuinely, you know, it's a good story. It's got everything you need. It's just inching closer to, you know, uh, shown in perfection, right? A lot of people were saying Jujutsu was there. And it, this having some similarities, it's like we are right there. I think this is definitely a very good, but we kind of need to, every time you get into a niche, you need to flip it and then change it up and switch it up. And I think this was a nice switch up. And, um, even the, even the manga, though, some people are like, oh, I've, uh, this panel is one of the most beautiful pieces of art I've ever seen. I was like, man, hey, to each their own, and I, I can maybe believe you, but at the same time, is like, there's a lot of cool shit outside. Like, if you look at, like, a sunset, <laughs> that shit's beautiful. Okay. Or, like, actual art, like Van Gogh and stuff. <laughs> actual art. <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, actual fine art, I should say. Mm, the fine kind. Yeah. I'd, I'd say manga's in the fine art category. I Yeah, I guess If you go with Junji by... Ito and his attention to detail on certain panels. Okay, that's true, yeah. Especially it, that one story where it's all the... Isn't swirls. it shape? Oh, is it swirls? Yes, that's right. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was yeah, shape. Junji's blowing up, man. Holy shit. Hot Topic did him solid. Mm-hmm. Are they still doing his stuff? Oh, sure, sure. And I think there's an adaption coming out. Do you out. know what, there's though, I've noticed... So I feel like when things first get dropped, like you have some awesome Junji. Do you have two yeah, Junji I, I feel like as 
I have some awesome Dragon Ball shirts and some other memorabilia. Mm -hmm. I feel like as a show and that those visuals are licensed at a place, they go downhill. They get more and more lazy. I've noticed. I have not found decent looking shirts like at yeah uniqlo i feel like used to when they were doing exclusives it was really a great feeling like wow these were well thought out things now it's kind of slapped the logo on black and white easy stencil which is a look maybe that's just because of modern uh visual trends for for the the shirts i'm not sure but what i did see was a very cool combo so it's on instagram a guy had mecca frieza on the front of his jacket and then when he unzipped it, he was wearing a shirt with Trunks slashing his sword. So oh. it was like him, uh, sla- which, you know, it's only going to work when you're taking the jacket off. And then you really got to like, once you get to the party, you got to go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Anywhere I could put my jacket, zip, and then you handle it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just just a lot of options out there with clothing wise. But I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, that being said. I feel like it's been a weird back and forth, obviously, with my weird little conniption earlier, but like, I don't know how to say it in a way of love this to death, but it's not perfect. But I don't think that's very crazy to say. Nothing's perfect. Come on. Mm. Eh, No, I I could hear you. Recommend it, but we're not going to. Overhype it. Yeah, it's not going to change your life. No. Hey, and if it it's does, gonna... you know what? You're going through something, and that's uh, that's fine. Maybe you need to speak to a therapist. No, honestly, <laughs> you never know what's going to hit at weird times. You know what I mean? Like certain things. I think that's why I have such an affinity towards, you know, Yu Yu Hakusho shows. It was just the right place, right time. Hmm. It is also the perfect show too. That was another joke. All right. Well, guys. I mean, it kind of is, though. It's great. It really is. (laughs) If there's any show I'm going to give a 10, it might be you. Hey, that's it, baby. (laughs) And if it's not a 10, it's like a 9.95. Because you imagine we had someone, this was their first episode listening to us. They were like, eh, even with some of the weird shit that Tom's been saying, (laughs) you know, I'm still on board, gets to this. Like, oh, they've got credibility. Me and you. Yu Yu Hakusho is the perfect anime. They're like, oh, God, never mind. Never mind. We'll catch him later. Good. I don't want uh, you here. All right. Bye. Bye. Speaking of catching you later, <laughs> I think it's time we let you go. Uh, thank you for joining us for the first episode of the year. We'll see you on Thursday. And we will see you on Thursday for sure. Uh, Cause it's going to happen. And uh, you can, uh, you can hold us to that. If we don't, then just, I guess, stop listening to us forever. <laughs> <laughs> or something of that sort. Uh, mind you, if you've made it to this point, my gosh, you've got to be uh, uh, such a good friend of the show. And we just thank you for the continued uh, support. And make sure to uh, reach out to the people you haven't reached out to. You know, I already said that once before, but it's the new year. You know, the people that you want in your life, reach out to them, say hello, or just make up a weird question. Hey, how many sheets of toilet paper should you use uh, when you've taken an absolute massive dump? <laughs> And then I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? And be like, ah, oh, never mind. I fixed it. What's up with you? You know, something weird like that. Nah, why are they might actually never talk to you again? I'm not really sure. Uh, but that being said, um, join us up in the Discord, talk to us in there and all that good stuff. So 
Uh, that's that and a bag of chips. Hope uh, this was a decent one. Massive fan of you, and I hope that you're somewhat fan of us, Danielle. If you could send them out, that would be lovely. Bye, guys. <laughs>